Sophie, this is mom. Not mom. Mom, you sound really far away. Oh. How's this, Sophie? Is this better? Stoke. Oh, there you are, mom. Hi, Stoke. It's How about small. this? Oh. Am it's I good? good? Okay, ready? You look good. I like your hair like that. It's very fun. Right okay. I did a chemical peel. <laughs> preparing for the recording of the podcast. <laughs> you did a chemical pre- preparing for Halloween <laughs> to have ready? Your, ske- your skeleton outfit. All right, ready? I'm ready. Welcome to the Sisters Are In. We are going to be recording our uh, fifth episode, if not potentially fifth and sixth episode in this um, sitting in this recording because um, we've been saving this uh, super fun subject for closer to Halloween, and that is um, our ghost stories. But uh, before we do that, we want to talk about this time of year. <laughs> Which is right so now cheesy. here in uh, upstate New York where we are. It's 80 degrees and humid, and it is throwing. <laughs> hey, so this interruption is brought to you by Sophie, who told us that we needed to make <gasps> our two episodes that we last recorded an edited masterpiece combining the two because we had very low energy so this is the first of two you're going to listen to when you hear this sound <laughs> not, that sound. not kathy laughing but this sound that means that sophie is doing her magic so i hope you enjoy it me for a loop i treasure this time of year this is the end of the pagan year it's a time to start going inward it's a time to start thinking about um all the things that you need to do inside yourself a time of introspection it's you know your body starts actually producing more things to uh you know give yourself a little layer of fat to handle the cold all those great things so this is a time for crock pots and sweaters and pumpkin picking and it's like goddamn tampa florida right now and i am not okay i just want to wear my outfits i like my fall outfits i like wearing my sweaters Mm -hmm. and it's throwing me off too because fall again is my favorite uh it's my favorite season and i'm not in it i just yeah. feel like i'm just not yeah, it's in not it there i look oh, at the calendar weird. it says october 8th or whatever the fuck it is today yeah. i don't even feel it it's very odd it's a very odd feeling i feel like um i feel like clammy yeah <laughs> i feel <laughs> i feel clammy i have swamp ass <laughs> and i feel um uncomfortable i don't feel, I don't feel right <laughs> Like spiritually, I don't feel right. Like my meditation. Yeah. I could not barely meditate this morning. I just couldn't even be comfortable. Did you have the AC on? I did. And I think that that's part of it is that I want to start doing my, you know, witchy fall work and it's throwing me off. You got to do it in a bathing suit. So humid. (laughs) That's my summer witchy work. I already did that. 
You got to wear the bikini. I already did that. I've always said that. I always felt like people who don't experience the four seasons, there's something a little not right with them. First of all, I'm going to say that we love all people in all places and that, you know, every if they would say that about us, if that they're so used to the beach and going out and whatever they're doing. I'm just saying I think there's something to be said about acknowledging the beginning and end of things and when you have that with the seasons I feel like we have um, a better connection with um, mm, I don't know how to articulate it I just think like if it's 70 degrees and beautiful all year all the time it is boring it, it's not it's boring I, I find that it's uh, I thrive in the winter yeah, not even the fall. Like I am a winter person. I have more energy. I have like I have like opposite like opposite seasonal mm-hmm. disorder. I do too. In the summertime, I in hibernate. August, yep. And- I don't like. I don't prefer going to the beach. I'm definitely a mountain woods type. I thrive in the woods and and that kind of thing. But I definitely have been feeling the last long time, ten years. June, July, August, it just keeps creeping up, shifting, shifting to September, yeah. October is going to be our, uh, you know, summer and we're going to have to adjust. I, I feel like global warming is, you know, climate change. It's yeah. and climate. It's all affecting us and we have to be mindful of it. Uh, you know, one of the things that you were adamant about talking about is cycles. Mm-hmm. And what do you do when you get thrown off your cycles? Right. What do you do? What do you do? So now that you know that it's clammy out. Yeah. And we're Ugh. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't want to not do your work. You just have right. to do it a different way. Yeah. I, yeah. But I don't feel like I have enough time to really adjust accordingly. So I'm just going to be a little off. That's okay. That's okay to be off. Sometimes yeah. it's okay to be off. At least you know, you know what it is. Not sleeping the same. Not. No. Yeah. It's, I love the cold. I sleeping know. in the cold is the best. Mm-hmm. The best. Mm-hmm. So Donna, I haven't seen you in a week. Every time I see you, it's like when we do the podcast. Yeah. So how, other than being uncomfortable in this heat, how has your week been? Well, my week was very hectic. We had a very busy work week. So I feel like I, uh, just one day into the next, just blended in. And like I said, I look up and it's almost Mm mid-October and it's, uh, it's definitely throwing me. I need to figure out a better way to balance, um, my brain from not being at work when I'm not at work. Yeah. I think that uh, there's been some changes happening uh, around me on a daily basis. And I am struggling with um, coming to terms with things that they are what they are. And um, I guess that's, uh, you know, I guess that's my meditation work. You know, I had mentioned before, I think in the expectations podcast, I'm not sure when I talked about um, my spiritual work, my assignment I gave myself, which was like May to the vernal equinox, is that um, I wanted to connect with, uh, change my friend energy, Mm -hmm. which I successfully did. And I had yet to really assign myself my (laughs) spiritual (laughs) homework, so to speak, uh, from now until, you know, January, February. Right. And uh, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe I'm coming to terms with, uh, you know, that's old adage, you know, like accepting things that you can't change. And um, 
it speaks to the expectations that we talked about yesterday or yesterday, the last podcast that, um, I really need to focus on giving myself, um, giving myself the, uh, permission Mm -hmm. to, um, uh, not be entirely happy with what's happening around me, but, uh, finding a place, a good place for me to put that, I don't know what's the word. I don't feel like I'm articulating. That's okay. I think you're venting. um, I think, you know what? Yeah. I I, I mean, that's what's happening this week, but that's what happened this week. I had a lot of time in the car to think about like, okay, so this is my, this is the new normal, right? Yeah. And, um, it's odd. There's, there's an odd thing. There's a shift happening in me and around me. I welcome it. Yeah. I love change. Good things happen from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I think that there's uh, so much transition going on around us. Um, a lot of people making big decisions, a lot of people taking different paths. And with the skewed weather. Can I tell you that from this, like everybody's calling me about their dreams. I've been having some crazy dreams. Yeah. And I think dream interpretation is very important. Dreams is a connection to the spirit realm. And again, every time I don't have to say this now every time, but in my belief system, but when you dream, it's, it's, it's basically self counseling. And right now with the veil being so thin and the moon being so full and a change happening, it's like such a vivid time. It's like everything's so vivid Mm -hmm. in your dreams that I'm kind of, kind of glad about that because I've been able to kind of do some really good self reflection on some changes that I've that I've been going through. And one of the things that I'm healing from is the surgery and I'm doing great this week. And I want to just say that I spoke with a friend of mine who happened to be addicted to opiates. Remember Mm -hmm. we talked about that? Uh, Yeah, because I thought you were going to, you know, I was burst through the wall (laughs) during our last podcast recording because you were chosen for your, your nighttime friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was, and it opened my eyes, my sensitivity to it, because I'm not somebody who experienced that kind of addiction. Again, my addiction is sugar, which right. addiction is addiction is addiction. Mm-hmm. But to experience this, I got myself off of the Oxycontin mm-hmm. this week, and I didn't sleep well last night, and then I had the vivid dreams, and then I was feeling a certain way. And she, we had a really deep conversation, and my heart goes out to people and families who, who struggle with it and because uh, mine is very minimal however um i've also been thinking about my other addictions of sugar and when i went to my doctor and i want to just mention this because it, it could reflect now i'm an overweight woman and uh, i know a lot of people out there who may not be overweight but suffer with pain or other things that i was I've had such poor interactions with the doctors I've had in the past who tend to want to use weight and things as an excuse why I have pain. And uh, this doctor, the surgeon didn't do that. He was very amazing. And so I've started to be more grateful about my inflammation and I've started a new chapter. Mm-hmm. I'm now off sugar. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see how far I can go. So I'm <laughs> going, <laughs> I'm going to say this week I did really good and let's see how that goes. So that's been my week is self-reflection. Yeah. Stop eating things that I, I, I want to stop eating 
doing addictions I don't want to I don't want to you know face and get rid of yeah and get my health in order I think we could talk for you know we can have a seven part series about we can have a about um, (laughs) our relationship with food like food relationships so yeah I was just saying to a friend that you know if um if uh true health is a balance of mind body and spirit that you and I are the same in that our mind and our spirit have always been our strongest attributes. Yes. And both of us have struggled with our physical Physical's body. Physical has been like crazy. Yeah, it's definitely where we lack. I mean, I've been fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat now. I've been skinny, I'm, I'm fat, like... fat, fat, <laughs> fat, 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 fat. Oh, waiting to get skinny. <laughs> But it's, you know, but we're on the same journey now. I've lost 17 pounds since, no, 15 pounds since um, the spring. That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Uh, you know, doing it slowly with friends at work. And yeah. it's really, um, it's really great support. to have. I, yeah, I realized that my, my, my weight was, had, didn't have anything to do with food. It had to do with the food I was eating. Yeah. But it didn't have to do, I was eating the right food for normal, but yeah. not the right yeah, food you were for never, me. You were never an overeater. No, you were never an overeater. And I don't know yeah. why this happened. So now I know. So we're going to fix it. I'm going to clap on that. And we're going to just woo, keep it moving. Woo. Woo. <laughs> I'm like in a woo mood. Oh, first of all, I'm very excited because we're going to we have ghost stories today. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we just started talking about our the ghost of ourselves. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Do over. Nope. Mm-mm. Our shadow. What keeps us from moving? Oh my God. Forward? I'm going to turn over this table. <laughs> so we're going to do that. We're going to talk about real ghost stories and some of the things that we've experienced. And uh, I like to talk. I don't know how to start this one. So I'm going to let you start the ghost story because being psychic and having psychic children. I thought you were going to let me start. I lied. Okay. I'm going to start because mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was going, but I'm going to start. So donovan and sophie both have it genetic i think genetically mm-hmm. donovan came from somewhere Def- uh, donovan has a, the shining. alien he does he, he has he's, the shining he's definitely sure. comes from alien blood and uh when he was younger when he was younger he when he was born uh i knew something was up with donovan and he when he was like two or three, he'd always be sick. He always had uh, asthma, mm-hmm. vomiting, yeah. couldn't eat, screaming. Yeah. Nighttime was hard. Anxiety. Anxiety, mm-hmm. separation anxiety. And then he would do things like say things <laughs> that you don't know how he knows these things. Yeah. He would always look out the window and yeah. he, these wolves, he said these wolves were, were talking to him. Mm-hmm. And of course, we... we don't say no to that because you don't want to do that. But I recall him uh, when we came back from a restaurant and he remember he was just vomiting and sick after he ate something. Yeah, I know. I've paid for many, <laughs> many a table's <laughs> bills. So, so <laughs> as an apology, I yeah. care. So I, I carry him up the stairs. I think he's going to die. Like he was so limp mm-hmm. and I start crying and I said, Donovan, you have you have to breathe. You have to be okay. It was like this really big deal. And he lifts his head up and he says, he'll be fine. And then goes back to being limp again. I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it freaked me 
freaked me out. And then he ended up being okay. But that was my first with my kid to have like to see that he's got something going on, which is interesting. Uh, because you know, he, now that we know that he's special needs, when I say special needs, it can vary, but he's uh, sensitive and he's got pervasive developmental disorder, which is like hypersensitivity to noise and sight mm-hmm. and all that. So that was my first experience with him. But w- when we moved into the house in upstate, we, we lived in upstate and I walked into the house and Wait, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about Fair Street when I lived on oh, Fair Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I even forgot about Fair Street till just now. Oh, my God, Don. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. We're, this can be a three-parter. Oh, my God. No, no, no. We have so many ghost stories. And so so Donovan was... Uh, okay, so place the year, first of all. I don't... I, the okay. year 2000, I would say... No. Two, no. Not, not Washington Avenue. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, that was a bad ghost, too. Yeah, yeah, but D-Man didn't live on in Fair Street. Yes, he, yes, he did. Yes, he did when he was born. Yeah, and yeah. That, he was born in July, and, and then I we took you in October. In October. So, so, yeah. So he was there for only a, a couple of years, but it... No, a, a couple of months. A couple of months. A couple of months. You're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting My ahead family. of yourself. So but it was a couple of months. So prior to that, when I was pregnant with Donovan, um, it was Sophie and their father. And I walked into the house and we were looking for a place to live. And I said, hey, Betsy, we're home. And their father said, why did you say that? Who's Betsy? I don't know. I think we need to name the house Betsy like you name a car. Came out of nowhere. So living in that house, I always could hear, I could hear like, you know, the dishes rattling at 12 o'clock. I, because of the relationship, I slept in the den a lot and I was right near the kitchen, but I never felt kooky or weird or anything like that. And there was one morning I, I played the, the drums, the djembe, and it was like seven in the morning and I hear the djembe go tap, 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 tap. And I'm like, Sophie, stop playing with the drums. Tap, 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 tap. Sophie, stop it. Stop it. Go back to bed. It's still early. And I don't hear her replying, sorry, mom, or okay, mom. And I don't hear any footsteps. So I go down where the drum is. I go to Sophie's room. Sophie's out cold sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the house I knew had something going on, that energy. What was, I remember um, a game piece or something. Yes. There was, when we walked down to the basement, there was like this little shelf. Yeah. And there we found it was like an old puzzle piece and a little toy, like the people, like the people, like, you know, the people with your, put your finger in the Sesame Street people, the Fisher Price, people. Fisher Price people. people. Yeah. Little people. Mm-hmm. And then there was another toy mm-hmm. and a domino. Yes. And a domino. Yeah. And then we'll, we found it in a different place. Yeah. Exactly aligned, like in Donovan's room, yeah. like where Donovan was. Yeah. I remember you freaking out. You were like. That was uh, not there. Yeah. That was not there. Yeah. So one night, um, our, uh, their father and I get into a pretty bad fight, and it was like two in the morning. Yeah. And should we give him a name? We like, can name him. Asshole. <laughs> Sophie's no. The kid is listening. We have to be nice. Sophie, is it okay if I refer to your father as asshole? <laughs> okay. So go ahead. 
Go ahead, Kath. <laughs> so the AH, uh, he, so we get to fight and I, and it's two o'clock in the morning and I run downstairs and the neighbor across the street, which they now call the murder house. Right. So just. Right. That was a, that was a transgender. Tra- yeah. It was really. That's sad. And yeah. she was, she was shoveling the driveway and I go. With her pumps. With her pumps and fur coat. Yeah. And I said, hey, it's two o'clock in the morning. What are you doing out shoveling the driveway? She's like, the same reason you are. Yeah. And I was like, you know, touche. Yeah. Right. So we both started having a conversation. She said, I'm really happy you moved into the house. You know, it's been six months at this point. And I said, I love the house. I, I have such a feeling about the house. And she goes, yeah, my best friend lived there and I miss her so much. And I went, your best friend lived there? She doesn't live there anymore. My voice... Your best friend doesn't live there anymore? She goes, no. I said, what was what was her name? She said, Elizabeth. We called her Betsy. And I went, <laughs> She's dead? She She's was dead. dead. She died in the house. She had oh. cancer. She died. Yeah, we got um, we got some, some questions. Good ones. Um, this one I like, and we're not going to use uh, people's real names. And um, I think we should just uh, make up like. Oh, let's make it. What's the, what's the theme of the makeup people? Okay, the makeup people. The makeup people. The the pretend names. Um, <laughs> no, because that's we um, can do. Um, uh, today we'll use Brady Bunch names. Okay. okay. All right, Brady Bunch. All right. So the first one is from we'll say Alice. and the funny thing is i know who really is doing it and it kind of is funny okay go ahead okay so alice alice asked us about um reiki which i think is a really good question so listen to this and i have something to say about it okay all right how does reiki i take off my glasses why did you choose my eyes itchy my eyes itchy Okay, okay so how does reiki clearing work i scheduled and paid for a session with a Reiki practitioner. Mm. I attended the session. The Reiki person seemed to feel some really intense emotions while working on me. Mm. Then following the session offered to have me come back for free of charge uh, for an additional session. This freaked me out a little and I never went back as I was wondering what did he feel or see as he worked on me? Did he sense my deepest troubles from the past? Kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Can I just, before you go, because I'm just going to say one thing. Okay. Uh, the fact that you trusted your instincts and thought it was creepy, that's what you should go wrong. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. Here's the thing. I always, this is how I feel about Reiki and people are going to get mad at me. No, I, I, yeah, but that's okay. You don't know what I'm going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like, um, as I've said in the past, psychic ability, energy work, um, uh, dream interpretation, whatever mm-hmm. have you, is is in everyone. We could, we can. It, it it's a skill. It's not a gift. It's not a talent. However, that being said, I do not think that everybody should quote unquote be able to be a master at anything in this lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I don't I think that you can teach somebody to be enlightened. You cannot teach somebody to heal. You cannot teach somebody. Um, you know, you can't in an eight-week course because it, it, you can't put a time, a price, a um, 
a method on getting from point A to point B from right. where you're understanding how energy works right. to the point where you're actually applying energy healing. Because uh, people, you know, there are some people who just hugging them oh. makes you feel yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like. That. Just like there are people who you do not want to touch you. Right. So if that great hugging person and that person whom you do not even want to touch you both take the quote unquote course, the eight week course, they're not going to be the same at, at the end of the eight weeks. They're not going to have the same skill set. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So when um, there are people, when people say they, they can do Reiki, I'm, I'm sure you can. But you know what? That doesn't automatically make you somebody right. who should be working on people. Donna, you know, I, I can't agree with you more. I love this question because it, it does have, it, it's something that's happening now where everybody, which I love that everybody wants to be positive and help people. But this is my, this is my take on it is that I, I don't, I'm not going to go into how Reiki works because it's probably very, it's a complicated process. You should read and, and read that up, but I can give you a general sense on how I see it. I can only do that is that people who really do Reiki is they go into a mountain for 20 years and you know, it, it, where Reiki comes from and to have that, to have, you have to cleanse your soul to help other people. Um, I am an energy phobe. I don't let people just touch me. Mm -hmm. If you're my friend, I'm a hugger. Mm -hmm. I'll hug. I can hug and I, I can hug, but I'm not going to let anybody work on me mm -hmm. because if you are not able to master yourself, as far as your Correct. emotions, don't you dare touch me right, because you're I'm gonna open give it to me. You're going to give it because I'm going to open myself up. So if Donna, if you're doing Reiki on me, right, mm -hmm. and you get pissed off at the gas station and you come to me and I have an appointment with you, I'm going to get your stress and anger because oh, that just gave me a great idea because you're because you're, <laughs> you're, you're not you don't even need to go to the gas station so you know what i'm saying it's like you really have to you have to master a certain part of yourself like when i say master of course there's no mastering there's always learning but you know and just having a conversation yeah. uh i wouldn't want anybody touching me uh unless again they have come to terms with Really mastering themselves. Now, that being said, I do really, me personally, I have had great energy workers I work on too. me. I have had amazing people yes. who so I do, mentored me. I do like people who do seek out that kind of balancing because it can benefit you. Mm -hmm. But like you said, your gut instinct is that yeah. if, if you're, you, who knows what was going through that person's mind? He, who knows? Right. Who knows? Who knows? It, it didn't work. Don't go back. Don't. And if they already admit that, oh, I'll let you come back free of charge. That, that, that's a sign to me. Because and, and here's the, yeah, a, a good, not, yeah. and a good energy worker or something. <laughs> I should take it back. A, 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 a balanced, a healthy, a balanced energy yeah. worker mm -hmm. would be able to put aside whatever like compartmentalize like the question the the last part of the question is yeah. did he sense my deepest troubles of my past whatever you went through should have zero effect on him exactly so the yeah, fact exactly. that so the answer is if he did that's a problem because it should have no effect on him right um and um yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Well, so. I, I don't want to say that because as an empath, because I'm an empath, and when I work with people, and I don't say that I heal people. I don't 
it's not me that's doing the healing. I'm a right. vehicle to things that I don't, that are bigger than me. Right. Um, I, I sometimes feel people's pain and I say, I yes. feel your pain, yes. but I don't go home with it. Correct. I'm and not you don't start both. crying and you don't, and it doesn't interrupt Some, what you're doing at the moment. Right. It's a message for me to yeah. have a conversation, but when you're doing Reiki, what you're doing is you're transferring energy. So if I'm a Reiki practitioner, I'm going to, you, I'm going to, uh, in a spirit, if you want to talk about a spiritual sense, it depends on what Reiki people are practicing because it's not the old fashioned Reiki. Yeah. Uh, people use angel, use it as say that it's angel therapy. Yeah. But that's because that's the belief that they're doing. Yeah. So I put my hand on your chest mm-hmm. and I bring in Michael or I bring in Gabriel or yeah. bring in Sarah, whoever. Yeah. It's going to transfer, you know, transfer that in. Yeah. And then remove the blockages that you have. That's how some people believe. Right. But Reiki is science. Right. Energy is science. How do we unclog the pores of your chakras? They're supposed to go in a clockwise direction. You have seven major vortexes in your body. They should be going in a clockwise direction. And what happens is when you go through your day and when you go through your life, you stub your toe, your root chakra goes in an opposite direction because you stubbed your toe and it's painful. You have a breakup or you're grieving. Your heart chakra is going to be going in a crazy direction. So simply somebody who does Reiki in this realm with these kind of practices, the only thing they should be doing is just putting their fingers and fixing your chakra, which takes five seconds. Right. If you, you know, but there are people who really feel like this works and you do it. Yeah. If, you know, I'm not going to, that's like I said, these are, this is my opinion yeah. and this is my experience. I think that Alice should continue to try Trust to find you. somebody who yeah. uh, might be able to connect with her and help her balance yeah. herself. There are, there are many amazing people out there. You know it? Yeah. There, there are many um, amazing people out there who are and, gifted and yeah. who are professional and who have done this and i've i've met quite a few and um i always try to go for a referral yeah that's my yeah go with somebody who's experienced yeah if alice is local you know give us a call too yeah or not give us a call but write to us (laughs) right hello send up a smoke signal (laughs) that's a great question yeah that's what you did did the right thing that we grew up in it's funny when people talk um very sentimentally and sweet about their childhood home i have zero connection to the actual bricks and mortar of the home like people want to visit their home and they'd be like oh this was my bedroom when i left i left i only came back there when you were living with dad yeah i could care less about that house even like in, and I'm a collector of things. I have all the family photos. I have 
a lot of uh, dad's, you know, sentimental things. He knew that I would keep them and keep them well. So it's not like it's not in my uh, character. Right. You know, it, it actually is. But I always felt on eggshells since we moved there. Now, we moved there in 1973. You were born in 74, so it's the only house that you knew as a child. Yeah. And uh, I remember when we first uh, moved into the house and there it was a simple one story ranch. Uh, one of those, you know, very typical three bedrooms off the hallway, yeah. living room, kitchen and a deck. Uh, late in later years, they added an addition off the kitchen. But the basement was very strange. The, the basement, basement was, was like an apartment. It, it was, was like, like the a whole shape house. Of the whole house yes. downstairs, and yeah. it was a. It looked like, it looked like there was a fire. It did, it, there was no fire, Correct. but it looked so, like debris. Yeah, and, and they never. I think I think that, at some point, it was like um, the house was kind of on wetlands. We had those huge willow trees out front yeah. that would soak up the water. Yeah. I think without the willow trees, it would be uh, swamp. It, it would, would be just a, be a, a one swamp. big swamp, right? So I think that when they built the house, they built the full basement to with the intention oh, of it okay. being like a, a second income or apartment. like mother daughter yeah. maybe um or or just like it kind of felt like a bachelor pad or something because it had a bar it had a bar it's so weird it like had a like game a game room and you would think that we would as a family would have embraced like like i don't know why mom and dad didn't invest in fixing up the basement they're flooding because I, the, it, it was just had flood. flood all the time i don't right. think there was a way it was ever right. structurally set up that way yeah so but it was all always the damp. walls were drywalled there was a toilet that didn't work yeah there was a bar Oof. and um going and dad had a workshop down there and while all of us loved hanging out with dad even hanging out with him in the workshop, you were always looking over your shoulder. Oh, I remember. I totally forgot about the workshop. Yeah. I. What's interesting in that house for me, because I was obviously now that I know I was sensitive about it, right. is that I always felt protected. Now, I felt the opposite. We've talked about this mm -hmm. before. I never felt comfortable. I never felt protected. I felt like I was being watched and judged and just like almost preyed upon i never liked i love i am not afraid of the dark as you know yeah right my favorite thing to do is jump out of the dark and scare right. you and i will sit in the dark for an hour <laughs> if i think i'll get a really good scare out of you um it, it, yeah i'm i'm not afraid of the dark i wasn't afraid of the dark as a kid either if i would go into other people's homes yeah and like i would go there would be a sleepover at a friend's house and they'd be like play truth or dare and they'd be like go in the basement in the dark i'd be like no problem and i'd go down flashlight smash light yeah i i <laughs> didn't care flashlight <laughs> smash light so um <laughs> but in our own home i never felt comfortable alone i did not like it and um, there were times when I got older and I was working and you guys as a family would go do things yeah. and I was just in that house by myself. I would just stay put like in my room. Yeah. 
I would not explore the rest of the house. <laughs> I never felt like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, camp out here in the living Donna, room. Donna, I used to stereo. go down in the basement by myself yeah, and play yeah. darts. You set up that dart. Remember, like, you had darts down there? It was a dartboard. Fucking Damien, you weirdo. No, yeah. and I didn't have a problem. And I, the is thing is, I, I remember going down there and kind of feeling that way. But, like, I, st- I was like, I still want to play darts. And there was a time when I was living at the house and I was... I was staying in the back bedroom. That back bedroom was the... That's well, where that, all the I think energy that's the was. portal. Yeah. And yeah. I, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about a portal. So um, there are, you know, in our experience, and I don't know if our experience um, of living in that house has heightened our abilities to oh, sense energies. I, I have no idea. I don't know if you're born with it. I don't know. I do feel that everybody has the capability of feeling energy, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, having a, a big picture understanding of what we believe yeah. about energies, um, I think makes it easier for us to quote unquote like ghost bust, which we have done for people. And we... Um, I, I've done so, it. I've done it for years. And, and there seems to be... there is a a rubric I don't know if that's the right word but there seems to be a list of things that happen that kind of say it's so right and I think that um, there are many different ways where an energy can linger and it can be a specific person like your Betsy Mm -hmm. or it could be um, a a collection of uh, energy that means no harm Mm-hmm. which is what I think I have in the theater. And then there's th- what, I, what we call oogly booglies. Uh, demonic presence, yeah. and not human poltergeist type experiences. Right. I experience those. It's a, yeah. There's uh, a, they're just like people. There, there are people who are very, very kind and sweet and nice. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are very mean yes. and not very nice. Yeah. And there are people who are very, very negative and who prey on people. Yes. And there are people who help people. Right. And there's no difference there's no difference between from this from that plane to the next. To the next, yeah. it's just because we're not used to seeing them, and that is a great way to explain exactly why having the discussion of ghost stories is because it is more, it is happening more and more now that people are becoming more aware of it. It's always been happening, for <laughs> it's never not happened. It's just yeah. like we're more aware of it. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about the vortex in the house. What happens is that what you're saying, Don, is the negativity. It, it, it'll stay stagnant, but if you're negative and you have fear, what you attract, you bring, bring near, what you fear, you bring near, and it makes it come alive again. Yeah, it gives it a... It gives it an energy. Yeah. You know, and just like good things, it yeah. gives it that energy. I've had experiences where there was someone in um, the place who was altering their mind, smoking crack. That's not good. And while that was happening, uh, the place was experiencing haunting. Right. uh, Haunting incidences. Yeah. Not just the general, I don't feel alone. I don't feel, um, uh, I I just don't, I don't feel alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not just the usual, like, oh, I feel like there's something here. Mm -hmm. There were, you know, things being broken, you know, harmful things happening. Yeah. uh, you know, serious bumps in the night, etc. And it, I definitely, in that situation, I knew that I alone could not handle it. It definitely felt bigger than me. Yeah. 
um, and bigger than the person who was I smoking was crack working with. The person who was smoking crack was not there anymore. But 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 the but the energy, the negative energy, was still around. Yeah. And so I brought in a shaman, mm-hmm. who actually uh, I took a workshop with him, mm-hmm. and he was kind enough to donate his services because we didn't have money to pay. They mm-hmm. didn't have money to pay. And he came into the place and uh, through drumming went right to the place Ooh. where the, s- the crack was being smoked. Yeah. And he explained exactly right. what was happening because when that person was altering their mind yeah. and opening up a yes. portal. Yes. So that that veil is very thin and they felt connected and alive again, so mm-hmm. to speak. Sure. And they came through. Yep. And then when that person left suddenly. Where's that energy Everybody's go? fucking pissed off. That's right. And so. Um, so. My host is gone. With the, tra- you know, the shaman tradition, he, he made a portal. Right. For people to, for the energies to, to go right. out. And whether you believe it or not, there were definitely non-believers around this time. Yeah. And I said, just, you know, you're experiencing the hauntings. You've seen things. You want to rationalize them into sure. something else. But just go with it. Yeah. And then have, you know, be observant about after the work was done. What's your observation then? And the observation was that things kind of went back to quote unquote normal. many people and houses and I I'm I'm happy to say the work that I do does help and change people and you know as far as their awareness of what's going on with their children I work with a lot of indigo children and uh, it seems that there's a couple of factors that happen to go with what you're saying is is some of some of the ingredients to make it fester even more is one of the parents is an alcoholic, mm. doing drugs, angry. Uh, a lot of non-believers tend to be <laughs> focused on as a point. Uh, festering of that negative energy, why they're in the basement, because it's an unattended. There's no love that goes in basements. We don't go in the basement and say, I love my house and this yeah. is great. If it's yeah. not done, you know, if you have a finished right. basement. Right. Or, you know, there's a lot more factors. We can go really deep into it, but but we're being light of it right now is that um, I had a friend, uh, Sally Ann, and she was the fir- one of the first people to really help me guide my psychic experience and say, you're psychic, you got to do these readings, you got to do this stuff. And so she invited me over to her house and I'm walking around and she had three Persian, she had Persian cats. And one of the cats flipped 
in the air. And I went, holy shit. I said, I said, your cat just flipped. And she goes, oh, he does that all the time. I said, that's not normal. <laughs> Can we talk about normal cat behavior? That's not normal. She goes, yeah, he, you know, he's been doing that for, for a while now. I said, what's been going on in the house? She said, well, actually, the religious channel keeps popping up on my TV. I said, that's not normal. <laughs> I was like, Sally, that's not normal. And she said, and I said, and I feel like there's an old man here. And she named the old man, and I don't know who it was, Mr. Pauly. And she said, yeah, Mr. Pauly used to live here. And, and I just think that I feel like somebody's grabbing my ass. I said, that's not normal. <laughs> She's going to laugh when she hears this. I said, this is not normal. There's something going on in the house. She goes, yeah. She goes, I feel like somebody's grabbing my ass all the time. The religious channel goes on and my cats are flipping. I said, I think we need to do something. So or I, move or <laughs> and the thing is, it was my first one. So this is really years and years ago. And this was my first time. So, of course, I, even though I just got ordained, I know we learned how to do it. But you still have to go back and read the books and, you know, talk to people and say, OK, I think there's something really deep going on. I said, I don't think this is a human spirit in this house. And it's really messing everybody up. So I collected you know i got the stage I, I got the candles i got the prayers got the things i had to say i had to fight fire with fire so i did had a little you know dark stuff light stuff i was prepared i had it all prepared i go down to the basement and i run back up <laughs> and i go i think i can do this she goes we gotta do this i said your cats are flipping out you know literally and i go downstairs and i'm like going slow if there was music it was <laughs> you know and she's behind me and we're both scared she's holding it, it really is like how it looked and i remember going down we're going through the channels of the basement and the in the corridor and she goes oh my jesus mary joseph and she was naming and i, and I don't see anything and she goes <gasps> like this and all of a sudden i turn around and i go <gasps> And there's this like mass of blackness yeah. swirling. It was like a swirling thing mm. of blackness in the ceiling. And I got chills just, oh God, we're going to have nightmares just thinking about it. And I go, oh my God. So I said, don't panic. And I had a candle. I was holding a white candle. She was doing the stage like really fast. And it felt like that's going to do anything. Yeah, right. And so I just started, you know, I did the, the pentagram and I went, get out, get out. And I, I remember... I was being told you have to be angry at it. You have yeah. to can't be afraid and you mm -hmm. have to be angry. So I'm screaming, get out, get the fuck out, you know, and I'm doing Michael's prayer and I'm doing the Lord's prayer. And then all of a sudden it starts winding faster. Like it literally moved our hair. Mm. It was like, and it went towards us and we both went yeah. and wax all over me. Oh. I got wax all over the front I, for whatever reason, I didn't get burned. Yeah. Wax was on my front. Um, and all of a sudden, the lights went on. All of a sudden, the air got light. All of a sudden, it was just like, it really, if you, if you, you had to be there to believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That we were shaking. Mm -hmm. And I said, something's wrong with me. Something's mm -hmm. wrong with me. And I go upstairs and the whole left side of my face looked like I had a stroke. Wow. Mm -hmm. and Sally Ann's like oh my god I said I'm gonna be fine I'm gonna be fine I just really yeah. fought this really hard yeah and the message I got 
you know, was you got to eat protein. I heard eat protein. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat protein. Yeah. Eat protein. Yeah. So her husband, I said, can you make me a hamburger? Make me protein. I got to feed my body because that's yeah. what you have to do. Whenever you yeah. do energy work, you yeah. fast. Definitely. But then you have to feed yourself yeah. so you so you can eat up the energy. So I had to eat. And so I ended up eating and I started calming down and my face started to lift mm-hmm. and, and whatever. So everything just started calming down. I feel like we really got rid of it just by the love that we wanted to put out and facing it. Yeah. And so I go home and I wake up at 6.45 and I'll never forget this. And I thought of my friend that I haven't seen in years. And I called her up and I said, there's something going on with your mother. What's going on with your mother? And she goes, oh, my God, Kathy, it's 645 in the morning. And I pick up the phone. I haven't heard you in like three years. My mother just had a stroke. Oh. Do you think it was two separate things I happening? to Like know. the stroke and the energy? I, like- I, I, you know, I, I look back and I've experienced things where I have. Uh, I've taken things for people. Yeah. You know, do you remember that? I get time? hit. I things. just I just talked about this and um, she's right now she's nine months and pregnant. And the mom is I okay, by the way. And the, I ended up seeing the mom. I just wanted to say yeah. the, and the mom's great. And I oh. visit her at the hospital oh, that day. Good. So no, yeah. do you remember that time? Jacqueline got bit by uh, she lived in Florida. And one night he when I was here in New York, my bottom lip just got really super swollen when we were living on James yeah, street. Remember yeah. That? Yeah. And then I go to work the next day. It had gone down, but I was telling, um, my friend at work, I was yeah. like, you see, I got this little, you know, dot here. My, I don't know if I got bit by something or whatever. And she was like, Oh my God, my daughter was in the emergency room all last night and she got bit by something and she got all swollen on the lip. And, on the lip. and I, feel I, like, I've experienced yeah. that. I, I know that for a fact that I take hits for yeah. people mm-hmm. and I so that's why I don't cleanse anymore but I will refer you to the best people as possible yeah. because I my body can't yeah it, my well, body can't had, no matter how much you protect yourself yeah but I was told that uh by um when I did that uh where uh, I, I don't want to be wrong I feel like it was the it was a workshop with beautiful painted arrow I can't remember the Native American and he uh he explains that was it him? I can't remember now. Um, that there are different methods of yeah. doing energy work, and one of them uh, is called hollow read, mm-hmm. which you know. Yeah. And I have a tendency that, and I, I would assume that you're probably we're a lot alike, yeah. and that we can. That's why we can feel other people's energy really yeah. well, you know. Yeah. Uh, that are around us like i Being often ask path. people at work Being i ask people at work what's wrong with you today because well, i can feel it um the, and yeah being an and, empath is difficult it's an empath it's somebody who feels other people's energy and that's why you have to be very mindful yeah. of the work that you do mm-hmm. it's not that i wouldn't go if something was going on i could fight anything but it depends on how yeah. you know intense it is my i'm vulnerable right now yeah right if you're vulnerable you can't go into a war yeah you know, with, yeah. I don't know, with something yeah. going on. You got to right. be strong. You got to be yeah. tough, you know. And there's some days I can fight anything. And yeah. there's some days where I can't. Yeah, And you have to know the difference. That's yeah. the being a good worker or any kind of, is knowing yourself. Um, what are you looking for? Um, yeah, this is the last question we're going to do because okay. we're, yeah. Okay. We've been talking way too long. 
right. Uh, don't worry about time, Donna. You're so focused on the time. It's my job. <laughs> not your job. <laughs> Step back. Step back, Fozzie Bear. You guys are so funny. Yeah. Two hours. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Okay. What's happening? Here's a question. Yeah, obviously in one sitting. Oh, okay. 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 What's the okay, last this question? This is from Carol. <gasps> Carol. Okay. When I do my angel cards, I almost always get a happy move to a new home or place of business is in the works. Not sure what that means. I'll be here a year in December. I draw the cards for various things, but this card keeps showing up. Is this just somebody, does Carol just want affirmation? Does I think so. Do you want I think I'll throw out cards. I, because, okay. you know, well, I want to say something about people who throw out cards every day. I want you to be very mindful what your foot, what your intention is, because I think, uh, you know what, Donna, I think the it's about in, this whole theme is about intention. Mm. If you need constant validation and you're so focused on the future, you miss out what you need to do now. So if you pull out the angel card or a card for that one question, trust it and move on with it. Don't ask again over and over because that's just about an insecurity. So, but, but as a, I'm going to, um, Carol, I'm going to shuffle the cards mm -hmm. and I'm going to throw a card out for you and find out exactly what's. I like the saying of, um, if you have one foot in the past and one <laughs> foot in the future, yeah, you're pissing on the present. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kind of, give me a high five on that one. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's really, uh, you know, I, I oh. do see. Yeah, oh, that's geez moving. Louise. Yeah. There's a lot of moving. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of movement. movement. Oh, Carol. A Carol, Carol, Carol. That's what she said. There's yeah. moving. Yeah. I, the, the card is that. And you don't have, what I'm going to tell you is that you don't have to make the move happen. The move will happen to you. Does that make sense? So is she going to get stuck in a hurricane? No, a she's tornado? not. No, no, <laughs> no. It's beautiful. You got beautiful I'm cards kidding. here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. good. Yeah. I think an opportunity. Yeah. She's she's here. At what? It's not about her house. This is about her job. Uh, opportunity. Opportunity. I feel like it's a happy. I, I bet you got Cecilia. I know those cards. So you got Cecilia and Angel Cecilia um, is a messenger that the happy move to employ of an employment or home is eminent but i feel like your home is good i think your work you're kind of not feeling settled and you have to trust and not focus on one thing and just let things happen i do see a move but it could be an increase in whatever it is your employment is uh, but you got to give it time and i see the number two so give yourself two months before you think is this working for you or if it's not working for you but i see a happy outcome so don't focus so much on the future. Make what you're doing now work and let it just happen to you. Don't piss on the future. Don't. I mean, don't piss on the present. Don't piss on the present. Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for your questions. It was a lot of fun. It was I so can't much believe fun. we've. Yeah, it's the best. Is, oh, my gosh. We High can, five. We can do this for hours All and right. hours and hours. Great job. But poor Sophie. She has too much to edit at this point. All right. Um. Yeah. Thank so. Um, All right. That's it. I hope everybody has a great week. And I apparently have homework to do. You got myself. some homework. I got some writing to do. Yes. So I'm going to um, keep start working on that. And you guys keep sending in questions. For okay. everybody who sent us, thank you so much. All right. Bye. See ya.
on my window to substitute outside. I don't want to feel the sunshine. I want to sleep. I want to eat and dream and drink and sleep and take all the pills it takes to keep me happy. I'm not sad, I'm happy. I'm mad and that's the way I want to be. Happier than God could be. I tell myself that I love me, I love me, I love me.